0: Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle and we are back with another episode of the First Scythe Magazine's podcast. And today I have Jennifer and Michael with Homestead Hills. Jennifer is a lifestyle advisor and Michael is the executive chef. Both fancy titles. I really like it. How are y'all today? Doing great. Thank Doing
1: well. You. Thanks awesome. for having us.
0: Yeah. Thanks for coming. So Jennifer, let's start with you. Tell us a
2: little bit about you and what you do at Homestead Hills. Um, So I'm a lifestyle advisor with the community. As a lifestyle advisor, my role really is just to come alongside people who are interested in long-term care and retirement living and to explain to them the options that are available to them within the community and Winston-Salem in general. Awesome. So do you work with... A lot of of out-of-town people too or is it mostly people who are so you it's sort of a mixed bag you get people who are local to the area and have lived here their whole lives and then you get people who come all the way from Washington State and places like that wow Mm -hmm. very cool all
0: right Michael tell us about you
1: uh yeah born and raised in Winston so I've been here my whole life cooking pretty much my whole life and I control all the food at Homestead Hill. So menu design to execution to ingredients to staffing. And it's just a lot of fun of having cooking, cooking a lot of different food. Because like she said, we have people from all over the country, all over the world that we have different cuisines that we try to hit the mark on and, and have fun doing it. Yeah. Which is the big, the big part of it. What's
0: something on the menu right now that you're most excited about?
1: Oh, most excited about! It. We have a uh, Asian skirt steak on our menu right now, so cool. it's a piece of six ounce piece of skirt steak that we marinate for twenty four hours, grill it, serve it with some rice and some grilled vegetables that we make in house, and it just comes together and it's just really flavorful, delicious, and hits sort of the international marks and then some of the comfort marks as far as you know just rice and vegetables. So yeah, yeah, it's fun. Do y'all
0: have a kind of a standard things that you keep on the menu always for maybe some of your Your clientele who's like picky. They want the same thing. They don't they don't want to mix it up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so we have a a good variety of of options that we offer. It's everything from Southern cuisine to a set menu that we run every day. We run that for six to eight weeks before we change it. Mm -hmm. But then we also offer two specials where you'll see more of your international cuisine come into play. So we'll do a you know Spaghetti and meatballs one night, everything to, like, we were talking today about doing a Thai curry dish and just having people get interested in that because a lot of people don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, So we're able to have fun with that, but also we have the standard for those who, like, I will always eat fried chicken every night for (laughs) the rest of my life. So it's it's good for them just to have their comfort foods along with let's reach outside of your comfort zone as well.
0: Yeah. I like that. So Jennifer, let's back up and talk more in general about Homestead Hills for people who might not know. Where is it located? What are the different options that y'all offer and all of that good stuff?
2: Yeah. Um, well, Homestead Hills is located in a really great location. Um, we are right off Burke Mill. So, we're close to Haines Mall and we're also close to the hospitals um, which is an important factor for folks who are considering um, retirement living. Uh, We have all the levels of care that someone might look for from independent living to assisted living, memory care, skilled nursing and short term rehab. So we have the gamut of everything and one of the coolest things about our community in comparison to other communities in the area is that we allow our members to age in place so we don't force a transition to a higher level of care. Mm. Members can bring in outside services uh, so that they can stay within their home without having to move anywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is the age range? So we're 55 and older. Okay. So typically I would say most of our members um, fall on the like early 70s sort of range. Um, but we go all the way from around 60 to 104. So it just depends. Oh my gosh,
0: 104. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So you do have, you said the independent living.
2: Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure you've had
0: plenty of people who they start out in the independent living. And as they age, they are able to stay
2: at Homestead Hills with mm-hmm. the people that they know. Yeah, so that's another good thing. Because it is a community, you move into the independent living and you make friends. It's a lifestyle change. Uh, So there's an adjustment where you're, it's uh, liking it to uh, like your first year at college. Um, and so you, um, you're making all these new friends and it's new experiences, but then by senior year, you're sort of settled in and know the routine. Um, so that's what it's like, uh, when you move there, but you make all of these new friends and form all of these new relationships with people. So just because you've retired doesn't mean that a part of your, yes, a part of your life is over, but you have this new, exciting chapter where you get to come and have food prepared by chef Michael and
1: have all of these new experiences.
0: Yeah. What are some, like, activities and things like that that are offered at Homestead Hills?
1: Oh, man, we got a whole bunch. Everything (laughs) from bingo twice a month to a wine club. So, for those who like to enjoy tasting new wines from a certain region or, uh, you know, a certain region of France to all the way to, like, we picked Washington State this last month, and we... Can have a fine dining experience um to we coming up in the summer months we have an archery club that members can participate oh. in and have fun outside we throw together spring gatherings outside we have a memorial garden on property that we love to utilize and we'll do cookouts there and have a band come in and play wow what else do we got there's like
2: (laughs) there's yeah there's literally any given day of the week there's probably 10 to 15 things they can choose to participate in oh my god yeah
0: so plenty of options nobody's going to get bored nobody's going to get bored and
2: because we we believe that wellness is about the whole person we have a really great wellness center with a um an, an awesome wellness director and a program with a pool where they do uh, therapeutic services there. They also have aerobics classes. Mm-hmm. It's we really run the gamut.
1: Yeah, we're starting classes on for Parkinsons, oh. uh, members who have Parkinsons where they're able to participate and is focused on helping them get more mobile, anything like that. I mean, there's a lot going on yeah. and it's not just revolves around food. You know, we, we I mean, but food, uh, is great, food is a great thing so. to have, yeah, but it's we try to do run a lot of different programs we have arts and lots of arts and crafts we did mm-hmm. a we have a flower designing class and Aww. we take we actually took the leftovers from our flower designing class and they made fresh potpourri mm-hmm. um so we're able to reutilize a lot of things yeah that we do and it's just great because the community comes together too and supports the ideas that we have we did a car show last august mm-hmm. or so where we had some vintage cars come out and did a cookout so as we have you know residents reliving like oh that was my first car or Aww. what what did you drive in high school or college so it's i just, bet it's y'all just, get
0: to hear plenty of stories all the
1: time <laughs> all the time we have we have some really fascinating people from heads of industries to yeah i was just a stay-at-home mom for 40 something years and yeah i get reminded of that a lot like you'll never cook green beans like my i did or my mom did i'm like i'm sure i won't i'm trying my hardest, though. <laughs> That's we, funny.
2: Speaking of some of the activities that we have, I'm sure there's something that we have on campus that you would love, Brooke. We have a writer's club oh. um, and a writer's workshop yeah. that meets once a week. Where oh, they, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, it's fantastic because we have several authors on campus. Yeah, yeah. it's good to have
0: a variety because, like, some people are going to be so interested in arts and crafts or writing or mm-hmm. cooking and then others not so interested. So it's mm-hmm. good to have that wide variety.
2: Yeah, definitely. So how long have each of you been with Homestead Hills? So I've been with Homestead Hills about a year and a half now. And okay. um, Michael, you
1: I'll complete my fifth year in May. Okay. So it's been so a So you
2: came on kind of during COVID. I did. Yeah. I did sort of come on during COVID. But um it was actually a really great time to come on because I think it opened my eyes to how much a community lifestyle really has to offer to people. Um because I think while the rest of the world was shutting down the community was alive so all of the things that we've talked about like our members were still doing they were still able to go and participate in activities and enjoy fine dining with michael and to still communicate with one another and visit with each other because we provided that safety
0: yeah thank goodness because that otherwise that would have just been i mean i'm sure it was still difficult to not have visitors but to be able to have each other that was probably life's life Well, saber. and luckily
2: we did have a visitation um, where uh, guests could still come on campus as long as they went through the the screening process. Yeah. Um so that was a, a really great thing that we had and Michael knows all about um the ways that they came up with inventive solutions to make sure that people people got what they needed.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting when you know when the whole state shut down it was okay. No one's allowed in the restaurant. It is our independent living, and we run it just like a restaurant that you would go to in town. Yeah. So doors are closed, even though members live there. And it's all of a sudden, okay, how do we feed all of our members that we have in a timely fashion that is not cold? You know, because yeah. there's like if you order from, you know, Grubhub or DoorDash, right? You're kind of expecting, okay, my food may not be piping hot and we understand delivery. But when we're on the campus with you okay how do you tell the member like yeah we know you live two doors down from the kitchen and (laughs) sorry Sorry, the food's not hot yeah so but it was adjusting from serving hot plates to serving hot to go boxes to Mm -hmm. how do we keep the members engaged to okay okay we have we're gonna give you the arts and crafts supplies to follow along with a video from our social director on how to paint a birdhouse you know the kentucky derby came around and we actually gave cutouts of horses for them to paint and then the executive team committee got together and we would uh we rolled a dice and we like pulled the these horses along this the (laughs) race path for them to compete and then the winning person got like a kentucky derby prize with like a mint julep making kit and just some things that revolve around the derby but it was it was fun and different to go from, hey, your normal way of life to all of a sudden everything being flipped on its head. Yeah. So but we were well, able it, to adjust. Yeah, it kind of forced
0: you to adjust and pivot and be get creative with it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was So fun. what drew both of you to working at Homestead Hill specifically, but to be in this industry?
2: Um well, I, was, I joke that I was raised in long-term care. My, my mother has always been a geriatric care nurse, and so I, I don't like blood. So it was just naturally where I went <laughs> to was the other side of the spectrum. Um, but Homestead Hills, I've, I had always heard really great things about. And when an opportunity presented itself, I knew that's where I wanted to be, one, based on the reputation that it had, and two, After a visit to campus and meeting with the team members who were there, that everybody was so warm and engaging and friendly that I knew I would feel comfortable in that environment. So that was, it was an easy choice for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, I wish I had known about this when I first started down the culinary journey uh, because the quality of life that it offers you is amazing and you know i'm not at a restaurant working till two o'clock in the morning yeah Uh, i can still see my family which is a big priority to me uh but then i still have control of what we can cook and what we can serve Mm -hmm. so i'm not worried about oh i'm you know the typical thinking of you know retirement communities is oh it's scoop and serve and they're coming through a buffet line and the food doesn't look presentable on a plate but no these they deserve better and mm-hmm. they deserve to have food that looks good, that is presentable, that you can take a picture of, you know. And when you know, 2030s go out to eat, they're taking pictures of their food and they're posting it on Instagram where they're taking a picture of a piece that looks bad and it's going on a Google review, right? <laughs> yeah. So it can so would you present this plate to your grandma and have that be what they want to eat? So yeah. you still have the free, free range of what you want to cook and putting your twist on it. But I'm still able to go home and see my family at the end of the night. And that's what's yeah. important.
0: I love that. I love how you said that they deserve better. And I totally agree. I think that um, a lot of retirement homes can get kind of a bad flack for the food not being good. Um, but I'm so glad that you're so passionate about it and make it make it something that is Is good. Yeah, and that's the best part. Homestead
1: Hills, we have full control of the menu for on all levels of care. Yeah. So it's not someone coming in and handing us a recipe book and saying, "Okay, great, you need to follow these recipes and follow this standard." No, if we hear that our members really want fried chicken on Sundays, we can offer fried chicken on Sundays. If they really want, you know,
0: I would like fried chicken on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I'll I'll be there. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but we're able to listen to the feedback and get constructive criticism to what we execute on a day-to-day basis and it's
0: really the food i mean it sounds silly but the food is is so important my grandfather was in assisted living not local and he was very picky but that was like when they were making that decision on where to put him and where he was going to go that was a really big deal to him he's like okay let's check out the food at these places and so you have a important job to keep these people happy
1: yeah, I mean, we partner with our lifestyle advisors all the time. Going, they going out in the community on a home visit to convince someone to come here. It's a tin of cookies. It's a here's a couple sandwiches for you guys to enjoy. To this is the special we're running tonight for dinner. Yeah. To inviting them to come on property and participating in the wine club that we do offer a chef's table that I do once a month to be like, hey, this isn't just here's country fried steak and mashed yeah. potatoes. <laughs> like, let me show you what we can we can do and run with oh i love that
0: that's awesome okay i'm gonna put y'all on the spot and ask a couple questions all right
1: i'm ready (laughs) we're
0: gonna try it's the pod deck here we go if you had to teach a class on one thing
2: what would you teach sarcasm sorry i said (laughs) (laughs) i said it too i feel like i would nail that one
0: i love it that's how i hug (laughs) what about you michael
1: uh knife skills Ooh. Everyone should learn how to hold a knife.
0: Okay, and, and give us a knife. quick little one-on-one. I know one of the tips. I know nobody can see this. Is to is it to like hold your finger like this yeah. so that your finger oh, is not done.
1: just a knuckle but a claw. Okay, so you want to make oh. a claw, and then the way that you hold the knife is so important because you want the claw wanna...
0: is important because then fingertips yeah can get cut yeah, off. Yeah, I
1: still have all all that's, ten that's digits. That's great.
0: That's great news. <laughs> this is
1: great. So yeah, and then the way that you hold the knife, you want to be able to control the knife, not have the knife control you.
0: Ah, so. I feel like you should teach a class
1: on that. Yeah, it's important. I would
0: come because I don't really, I try to cook, but learning how to hold the knife would be helpful. <laughs> when you think about success, who comes to mind and why? Man. You can pass if you want.
2: I mean, no, I, I think I can answer it. When I think about success, I will defer um, back again to my mother um, because not only has she had a successful career as a nurse. Um, You know, she started out as an LPN and then transitioned to become director of nursing at a couple of communities. Um, But she's also a great role model as a parent and as a humanitarian. So I would she is my idea of success. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I love that.
1: I would say I mean, I am going to tag along to that and say my parents. I mean, they've I feel like raised me well and I can have a conversation and. I'm, they're still married, which is, I feel, huge in, in this day and world, and uh, they still get along, and they're building a house together right now, and they're, they're in their mid-60s, which is kind of like, you really want to make that decision right now? <laughs> I know a place. <laughs> <laughs> you can come be here, but, uh, yeah, just the way that they've lived their lives is something that I would want to achieve That's awesome. for myself one day.
0: I like that. Okay. What technology do you wish existed? And I'm going to go first. I never answer these. But I wish this existed so badly. I hate putting on sunscreen. It's such a pain in the butt. Like, But I know it's important. Why have they not made a pill that you can take that makes your body, you know. Oh, I like that I one. Do. I do like that one. You, if you take, like, antibiotics, it makes the sun more attracted to your skin. So why do yeah, not they just, like, like, reverse it? Reverse it. You know?
1: so I wish <laughs> that existed. The probiotics. Or no, they're not pro. the with my own,
0: something yeah, they, they gotta yeah. come up with it. I, should, <laughs> I should, I should patent the idea, but I just don't have time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I I technology, Did technology I that doesn't exist right yeah, now. Yeah, that
0: you wish existed, or just something you wish existed. Have
1: a, to be. A, a dishwasher that could pick up the plates, bust the tables, wash the dishes, <laughs> dry the dishes.
0: Yeah, like dry them but really like a, well. Yeah. yeah, like
1: like I don't have to like I just turn them on and I can walk away for the the night. That's but like it's got to be a robot. It can't just be a dishwasher yeah. that, you know. Yeah.
0: We'll we'll get there. They home. have those robot vacuums that are, you know, getting pretty, yeah, pretty savvy so.
1: It, it, yeah, but to fill that that spot would be amazing. <laughs>
2: And I'm gonna go to household products myself and say like an automatic laundry folder because I will leave clothes in the dryer. I mean, I'm like they're clean. It's fine. I can iron them later. But if I had something that would do it, but who wants to iron? Or just run that dryer again and let it
1: unwrinkle
0: That wrinkle wrinkle care button. (laughs) Yeah, you just
1: pull it out onto the floor and then all right, this is my outfit for the morning. Put it in. So all I have to do is
0: doop. Yeah, that would be (laughs) awesome.
1: When I was single, that's what I did. Yeah. (laughs) That is
0: hilarious. Okay, one more question. What's left on your bucket list? I mean, y'all are both pretty young, so probably a lot of things are left on your bucket list. But Or do you have a
2: bucket list? Oh, I a, got a bucket list. I have a, yeah, like it's a Kentucky huge. Fried Chicken list. Um, it's that <laughs> big of a bucket. I would say um, I've always wanted to go to Peru. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I do have that planned for the next two years, but actually accomplishing it, you know, given travel restrictions. Yeah. But that's definitely my my next bucket list. uh, Ooh,
1: that's exciting. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. I want to uh, tour of Europe, but more than just like, hey, we're going on tour of Europe for like two weeks. Like, I want to take a year. Yeah. Wow.
2: you're not allowed to do that. Sorry. <laughs>
1: uh, wait, wait, bucket, bucket list. This is like, uh, I'm going to move into Homestead Hills. So then I can go. Yes, okay.
0: <laughs> <There you laughs> yeah. go. yeah. We're talking yeah. years and years. Yeah. So this, this is going to take lots of
1: savings. And then <laughs> hopefully life goes in the right direction. Yeah,
0: I know. Traveling is so nice, but man, it's expensive. It's yes, just like, definitely. it's insane how much yeah. it costs. So any couple last things that y'all want to add about Homestead Hills? What sets you guys apart? Why you love working there? We've already talked about some of that, I know.
2: Um, I would just um, remind people that when they think about senior living and retirement communities, the most important thing to remember is it's not like the image you have in your head. Not I the th- stereotypical. It's not the stereotype. I, I, I think people have that idea of what we call like your grandmother's retirement home, mm-hmm. and they have this stoic image that's cold cold. And Stark and Homestead is not like that. Smells bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's always something people say. Like you don't, you don't have an odor, and I'm like, well, no, we have, we clean. Of course, <laughs> we don't have an odor. But I think it's, you know, it's if you have a question, go visit. You know, yeah. Um, because it's not that image that you have in your head. Like these are people's homes, and we really make sure that all of our team members are aware of that. That we live to serve the members who who live in our community that's my yeah. job is to make sure that they are having their best life so I think that's important that would be my major thing I wanted people to take away yeah
1: yeah I mean our, one of our, our first guiding principle for the company is people first always and that not only applies to the members but also applies to the staff that works at homestead hill so we take care of each other we take care of our members we do understand that it is their home Mm -hmm. and that they live here and it's like would you want to walk down your hallway at home and have a cobweb up there or have a piece of trash there and so working as a team really brings that together but also i think your quality of life would drastically improves when you come to uh Homestead Hills community because you no longer have to worry about landscaping and yard work and replacing light bulb or even cooking. Like mm-hmm. all the all the villages and cottages come with a full functioning kitchen, but do you want to move your pots and pans in when you have an executive? When chef? you have
0: chef, Michael. yeah. When, when you, you have, have his, an executive no.
1: chef that can do it for you, <laughs> yeah. So let us take care of you. Let us, you know, you deserve the better things in life after working yeah. for forty years. We're here for you. Yeah. I Excellent.
0: love that. Well, Homestead Hills is lucky to have both of you because it's just clear the passion that y'all have for that community. And that is good to see. So if somebody was interested in setting up a tour, how would they go about doing that?
2: So uh, the easiest thing to do would be to go to our website, our website, um, which is homesteadhills.com. Okay. Um, and then if they had a question, they could always call our main line, which is 336-659-0708. And they could put us in, put you in touch with me or someone um, else. Or they can call else.
0: Chef Michael to see what's on the menu. Yeah, they can always <laughs> call
2: Michael um, to, yeah. to see what's for dinner, um, which is something I may be doing today, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was a pleasure
0: to chat with y'all, and we'll put all of this uh, contact information in the show notes, and I appreciate y'all coming on today. Thank you for yeah, having thanks us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah appreciate it. And mm-hmm. as always, you can find Forsyth Mags online, in print. You can pick up our magazines at your local grocery store. Um, all of our content's on our website, com, and we are on social media, at Mags. And if you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, I would love it if you would leave us a rating and or a review. And that is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.